Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. All right, friends, family, what is going on? We are back with a brand new podcast episode, a brand new week. Uh, You realize we are on season 10. I don't really know if that has any significance to anything could be season two i don't know uh, but i figure every 10 episodes we've been kind of doing like new seasons so we are on season 10 and uh that's uh i don't know kind of cool to me uh, today kind of coinciding with you know cool things to talk about um actually this is really cool this is more of like food for thought and um something that can be beneficial hopefully to you on the day right and as the title says is uh can we make it brighter right i'm pretty sure you have heard that from the uh, from director from agency from client um more than once right at least at least i have um hopefully you have too and otherwise i just sucked it um but what do you do when you are presented with this uh, dilemma right and they say can you make it brighter uh, it looks too dark one of those two all right let's just go with can you make it brighter right and one trick that uh, i think some of some of us do um many of us i don't, I don't know many of us do but at least this is something that i have learned from others makes sense, works for me, and uh, is hopefully it's something that you can do too, is uh, have two have two LUTs, right? Uh, have your have your regular LUT that you use. Uh, it could just be some standard like Rex 709 or like a log to 709. It doesn't matter what camera you're using. You know, you, you're probably using some sort of log to 709 uh, conversion LUT on the date, right? To monitor on your on your monitor. And so have two versions. Have the regular one that you that you normally use and then have one that is about, you know, a half a stop to one stop brighter, um, uh, difference wise, right? And so one way you can do that, an easy way to do that is if you're in Premiere, I use Resolve, uh, but you can do it in, in Premiere, you can do it in Final Cut Pro. Uh, basically, when you uh, when you go to export, um, you know, there's, there's a method to export a LUT, right? And when you do that, just have like, you know, have your regular version and then make a copy of it and then you know load up uh, whatever you know clip you have right and then and then use and load that LUT in load the copied LUT in make everything just pull you know just go into your uh, your gamma curves right go into your gamma curves and then just raise the the white point uh, up about you know half a stop to one stop play around with it right I, I would just go maybe about like half a stop first right so raise it up about half a stop what the fuck is wrong with my Weird. I don't know. Sounds like I'm like buzzing and stuff. Uh, hopefully this recording is going good. Uh, anyway, so raise, raise up your white points about half a stop to, you know, a full stop, right? Uh, leave the black point where it is. Uh, typically when you, because when you, when you raise a black point, you're just lifting the contrast, right? And many times, you know, if you lift the contrast, things are going to look kind of like, they're going to look like log on the day, even though you're, you're applying a, um, a log to 709 conversion line, right? So leave the black point where it is, just raise the white point up, again, about half a stop to about one full stop, right? And then export that LUT and then save that to your SD card or, or whatever kind of monitor you have if, the, if it uses like a, I like with the Atomos stuff they use, like the Atom, Atomex SSD thing, whatever process it is, doesn't matter. Um, have your two versions of LUTs. Okay. Now on the day, let's just say it's, it's a standard commercial or advertising spot you're doing and you have your on-camera monitor, it's five inch, seven inch, 
right? Uh, or maybe it's the, the built-in viewfinder, whatever it is. And then on your uh, director's monitor, your production monitor, right? Like the most of the time, the larger monitor, um, have both your LUTs on and then just leave your, your regular LUT, the non-bumped up one on, okay? And then, you know, start lighting, go through your day. And then maybe it's the first scene or the second scene or whatever it is, right? They're gonna, it's going to get to a point, hopefully not, but if it, when it gets to that point where somebody, uh, agency, client, director says, hey, it's, you know, can we make it brighter, right? And you say, oh yeah, for sure, you know? So instead, instead of making things, you know, brighter, just go to the monitor and switch the LUT out, right? And when you do that, that way you know that you're not overcooking things in the grade, and you're just making it look like it's brighter, right? And then so when they get into posts, you know, uh, most of the time uh, I, I don't do posts, right? I just send that off, you know, I offload the footage to uh, to the production, and then they they do their thing, right? They have their own post house that they work with, and they can bring things up, bring things down, et cetera, et cetera, right? On the day, just to make things go a little bit more smoothly, more efficiently, just use a separate LUT for those instances where uh, somebody in charge. Um, Again, agency client director says, can we make it brighter, right? Because I've done in the past where I've, I've, I have had made, I've had, can't even speak right now. I've made things look brighter in camera. And then when they got to post, I got in uh, kind of a mess because then it's like, well, shit, all this, you know, some of this stuff is clipped and I can't bring it back. And it, and it looks, it looks like ass, you know, because things are just clipped and blown out. And so, you know, lesson learned, right, is now I just do it. I just do it with the what? Right. Because with the LUT, the LUT isn't changing like the information that's being captured. Right. It's just it's just tricking the monitor to make it look, to make things look brighter than they are. Right. Uh, and so I know every now and then you will be uh, presented with that with that sort of situation where, you know, someone holding a monitor, a field monitor, or if it's your, you know, 17 inch monitor, whatever it is, um, you know, they're going to say, hey, can we make this look brighter because it's looking a little too dark or, or whatever it is. Right. And some monitors don't have the same uh, what is it? They're the same nit value, right? Some of them are like 700 nits, some are 1500 nits, some are 2000 nits, are really bright, right? Like the small HDs are really great. I love those. Um, but if I compare my small HDs to my OC monitor, I have a 15 inch, 15.6 inch HDR, 10 bit, whatever thing they're, they advertise. Uh, it's like a, it's like a production monitor, right? And it's, it's actually pretty good. It's not as fully featured as like the small HDs or even the Atomos ones, uh, but for the price, it's extremely inexpensive, and you get you get what you pay for. You know, you get a large uh, reference monitor, right? I look at it as just a reference monitor. Now, if I put my small HD, even like my 702, right, my 702 bright, or my ND7 specifically next to my OC, the my small HD monitors look a lot more uh, crisp, right, because they're, it's a higher nit value. And, and the panels, panels are just different, right? Uh, but if I, if I use like a false color, everything is pretty much ballpark, right? And so I use a reference monitor and I just use uh, false color, you know, we'll, we'll use histograms, we'll use waveforms, um, we'll, we'll use the convergent light just so the, the director has something to look at that isn't log, right? Or the client agency has something to look at when it's log, when it's not uh, log. And, and that's what I use my monitors for, right? Obviously, if I had like a 1703, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be in that position, right? Um, so again, it depends on, on what kind of hardware you have uh, accessible to you. But the most important thing I can say is don't overcook things in, in camera. Do your best to just, you know, do it on the monitor, right? Change your monitor, change your uh, production monitor, your field monitor, 
that other people are looking at to a LUT that is, again, just a little bit brighter, just, just a little bit um, uh, lifted in the highlights, so to speak, right? From like the midtones to the highlights, right? And that will save you, uh, that will save you a lot because you might be in, in a situation where like, man, this looks really good. And you're thinking to yourself, I can use this in my reel, right? And then someone says, hey, can you make it look brighter? And you're like, fuck, I, I don't want you because it's going to look kind of like ass, right? If I do. So instead, right, save your image. Um, I mean, you know, save it in camera. Go over to the monitor and just and just switch out the and just switch out the light, right? Easy, 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 right? Uh, okay, so that is it for this quick, super quick, fast episode. I wanted to get this out just because I wanted... Um, you know, I, I feel like there, there's so many tips and tricks that we can give. And this is probably one of the best ones, right? Because it doesn't require really like any knowledge or work, right? You just just switch the LUT, right? From like one version to the other version. That's it, right? But I, I guarantee it'll save you a lot of headaches down the road, especially during those moments when you're like, oh, man, this looks really, really good. I don't want to mess with it. It looks it looks, it looks exactly how, how I envisioned it, right? During those circumstances, you don't want to fuck it up at all. Right. So having a backup LUT is always is always great to have. Uh, and I guess if anyone else is asking, do I use you know, what kind of LUTs do I use? I use the Phantom LUTs um, for production. I just use the neutral LUT right? because I just want to be able to see the image, how it could be when it's straight just Rex 709. I don't want to film LUT. I don't want any kind of um, specific like show LUT. Right? I just want I just want a neutral starting base. Right. Because I, I don't know how the um, post house is going to be operating. With the footage, most like 99% of the time, they're just gonna use 709, right? So I wanna be able to view it in 709, be able to dial in the exposure, the contrast in 709, right? Um, and then for the for like stylized stuff, um, I do use the other the other Phantom LUT uh, film LUTs, the the Vision Teal, the Eterna. Um, there's there's another there's one that I, I kind of like. Oh, the Eastman Eastman actually I like a lot uh, for certain certain scenes, you know, otherwise it, it, it just kind of looks a little, little like, um, I don't know, kind of like fake film. Uh, but it is a very good, good conversion film lot that I like. Um, so again, it doesn't matter what Rex 709 LUT you're using, just bump up that white point a little bit and you're good to go. All right. I hope this episode helped you guys out in some way, shape or form. If it did, please let me know. I would appreciate it. Uh, catch me next week's podcast episode. We're starting a brand new month and, uh, hopefully just, we're going to continue on with the the momentum right that we built up so far all right cool um if, again friends if you if you haven't shared this podcast with your friends please let me know or please share it with them uh rate the podcast on itunes i'd appreciate it and i'll catch you guys in next week's podcast episode all right bye